This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, hi there. It's podcast time. Jerry has a... Uh, we call that a, what do you call those days off? Schedule days off. That's how I call it. Uh, so with me is Eddie Scazzeri. Hello, a podcast people. Hello, podcast people. Indeed. I did the warm up with uh, Chris Lopresti. That will follow this. But I've got Eddie Scazzeri with me now. This is something Gina and I were discussing this week, and I would like to get your take on it. Alrighty. I don't know how we got to talking about people who are creative and creative people. Mm-hmm. And we got to talking about Billy Joel for some reason. All righty. And I said, you know, Billy Joel is one of these guys. He wrote a ton of hits. Yes, he did. And a ton of great songs that weren't hits. Mm-hmm. A An enormous catalog of songs where he's the sole songwriter. He writes the music. He writes the lyrics. But he stopped a number of years ago. Okay. Why did he stop? Well, I think the muse leaves you. If you look at, like, uh, Paul McCartney, just an enormous mega catalog of hits and right. hits for other artists that he and John collaborated on. And then he had a very successful solo career, one of the best. But He had the Beatles, he had Wings, mm-hmm. and then solo Paul McCartney. Yeah. Um, but after a while, the you know, maybe you'll be able to produce one, but it's rare to have it keep going uh, for that long. Even like uh, Elton John and The Who and all the great artists. Right. But a guy like McCartney is, McCartney just put out a new album. Yes, he did. So he's still writing music and lyrics and Correct. putting things out. Right. Billy Joel has not done that. In a very long time. Well, I think it's a personal choice where if you feel you cannot um, duplicate your your prior success or it just doesn't, you know, feel as special to you or as good to you, then you stop. Um, Whereas Paul, you know, maybe he thinks that, you know, he still has something to offer. And it's just, I think, a personal choice. Now, I heard Billy Joel, I think he was interviewed on Howard Stern, right? where I don't know if he sort of, I don't think he asked them this directly, but it came up. And Billy Joel said that he does still write instrumental, classical-type pieces. Mm -hmm. But I just wonder, do you think he wakes up sometimes with ideas and melodies in his head, with lyrics that 
are would be catchy songs and he's just not recording them i think that's uh probable i would i would say for you know uh, uh, an artist like him and perhaps he's sort of holding on to all of those and you know saving him for sometime in the future where it's like one last album that he knows is going to kill it rather than just putting out sort of workmanlike um you know albums that don't necessarily go anywhere which are fine musically and not terrible but not what it was there's no radio that's there's no radio stations in the year 2018 that are interested in new billy joel music um i wouldn't say that there may be i mean if it if it a hit is a hit like bub would uh, so classic rock stations might play it like new billy joel i think they would yeah like k-rock in the 90s would do what they would call yesterday and today sets yep They'd play like a classic uh, Stones and then a new solo Keith Richards record. But those guys aren't producing new music on a regular basis now because now from the 90s, we're now 20 years later. Yeah. Right. 20, 20 something years later. Then the other thing I was talking about, and you mentioned uh, Elton John. So Elton John wrote the music. Mm-hmm. Bernie Taupin wrote the lyrics. Yes. So I also wondered, much like I wondered about Billy Joel uh, being inspired or uninspired, when you're working as a team now, what if uh, Elton John is banging out all this great music and Bernie Taupin isn't particularly um, inspired? Is that now work to him to be like, oh, he just handed me this music. Now I have to put lyrics to it. Yeah, perhaps. Maybe he's done... uh... I don't know, but he would think that Elton John could find someone who would want to write lyrics for him. I mean, he's Elton freaking John. Yeah, but his his known it's Elton John and Bernie Taupin for all those hits. True, and I think that's in um, the creative field. Everyone has a a lifespan. Yes, right. That's why when you talk about some of the uh, greats in anything, you know. Uh, these um, artists who had put out one or two great albums and that's it. And then other people that that can keep going and going. It's like that in radio, right? So guys that have a very short, I always thought Opie and Anthony had a short run Mm -hmm. comparatively to like Howard, I miss, um, they had a great run for a small number of years. And then they did it afterward, after those number of years, but it wasn't the same. Wasn't the same. Like Mike and the Mad Dog had a great run, right, in them, but eventually the run runs out. It does, just like athletes or anything. Really, have your have your your moment in the sun, and some are longer than others, but it all ends. But I think with athletes, it has to end with age because you can't compete physically against. Mm-hmm. You're competing against younger people. But all. Uh, but here's one that perhaps you know can go on and on is acting. Acting, yes. You know, where, uh, say, Henry Fonda, you know, was uh, a star, was a young man, and was still a star, you know, up until the end of his life. And it was still doing movies. Tom Hanks, very long career, and still doing movies that are, and being received well. Quality movies. Yes. Then you have somebody like a Robert De Niro, who had this great run of amazing movies, and then just does whatever comes his way now. Right. Well, I mean, he is, I don't know his financial situation, but it's work 
And if somebody's going to write you a check, you know, if that's if you need the money or want the money, then you do it. Now, let me ask you this. You are a um, Paul McCartney fan. Yes. Do you have any interest in listening to this new record of his? Well, uh, on just um, if I had not seen the uh car karaoke thing carpool karaoke i would probably say no but i'm not like i wouldn't go out of my way to find it but when they were singing the new song i was like hey that's that's not half bad right and i was like hey you know maybe i'll i'll uh i'll check it out i don't know if i'll go out of my way but you know it's like how out of the way is it to just go to youtube and punch it in very easy i actually heard one of the uh songs off of the new paul mccartney album on sirius on the uh, Spectrum channel, which I listened to. And your thoughts? It was pretty good. It's not going to, uh, you know, rip up the charts. That music doesn't do that these days. But it was not bad. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Paul Simon had a new record out, I, I think, last year. That had a number of good songs that I only heard on satellite. Mm-hmm. But then when I went and listened uh, on through Spotify to the rest of the record, it was pretty good for a guy who hadn't put out records in a number of years and i don't know when the last time paul put out a a new new music um but i'd be i'd be i'm gonna check it out you would check it out yes all right well you know he's paul freaking mccartney he's freaking paul mccartney and then i don't like uh for a post-game podcast to go by without a a penis or a rat story okay luckily today i've found a rat story eddie you know and with a penis no 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 penis involved in this one Uh, uh, police in India said a rat was to blame for eating and destroying $20,000 worth of money inside an ATM machine. The State Bank of India had to investigate nearly $20,000 in their money, though, Eddie, that's a rupees, mm-hmm. had been found shredded inside the ATM and they realized that a rat had done it. Rats eating cash. They entered the machine through a small opening meant for wires, and they don't think a human shoved a rat in there to get it to eat the money. What would be the point of that? Yeah, no point to that. So these rats are destroying everything, Eddie. They're eating money. Did they say he was like eating it for sustenance or to build a nest? They didn't say. They said he, he shredded it, which I bet was a nest-building situation. I would, I, would, I would guess. If I were a rat, I'd like to live in an ATM machine. It's warm. Yeah. You shred up the cash, the rupees, if you will. Right. You get some, you know, a video feed of people standing outside. Yep. See if they're holding any food, see if they drop any food. Yes. Perfect. Perfect, yes. So rats, Um, I've not seen a lot of rats recently in the city like I had been. And in the summer, we would generally see more rats. A lot more, yes. Because uh, in the winter, they're hiding. So maybe there has been some controls uh, put in place that Rat are controls. actually working. I do get. I do wonder for the the men who work in the sanitation department, men and women, they both work in the sanitation yes. department, Eddie. Um, when they approach on the street, you know, the bags that they have to then throw in the truck, Th- those are loaded with rats. You have to know it's going to be there. So I wonder if they have a technique like make a loud noise or they, rats scurry. Maybe they have they have like uh, something that they hit it with before they approach it. Yes. But that, that's all possible. But they have to really 
they have to be expecting it and they have to be used to it to a certain extent. I would think so. I would not like to be attacked by a rat. And I don't um, know if a rat no. would attack you if you went to grab the bag and it, and you surprised the rat. Um, I would think not. I would think it would just run away since you're so much larger. I would guess, and it's not looking to you as a potential meal. Yeah. But I think if you're laying down injured for long enough, not moving and not able to thrash back, oh, they would gouge your eyes They out. would attack you and eat, 100%. eat your body. Yeah. Speaking of animal attacks, uh, this weekend for the first time ever, and I'm 48, almost 49 years old, mm-hmm. for the first time ever, I pet a pit bull. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you have taken that step. Thank you so much. So, And all the people who get angry at you mm-hmm. um, for your feelings about pit bulls, Al gave a pit bull a chance because it just looked so happy and just wanted to be pet. I was at a party, and the party, we were fenced in, and the... Um, but it was it was like fences that looked like prison bars. Yes, and uh, there was a pit bull next door. As soon as I got to the par- to this party, and I see this pit bull roam in the backyard next door, I'm like, "Oh, great! This thing's gonna jump over the fence, rip your throat out, and get one of us." I was like looking around. It's like, well, statistically, there's a lot of people here. Right, I could probably run away. Mm-hmm. But the dog kept running up to the fence near our party, so excited to see people wagging its tail now a lot of people ask me did the pit bull have balls because i don't like when people don't get their pit bulls fixed mm-hmm. uh female pit bull okay a lot of nips though okay a lot of nipples and uh i i at one point i i told everyone at the party i was very proud i said i'm going to pet this pit bull today and you, you know, did acting proud uh so i asked the man who owned the pit bull i said uh i am a Deathly afraid of pit bulls, but your pit bull looks so happy. May I pet your pit bull? And he said, you certainly may. Mm-hmm. And as I was petting this pit, pit bull, he told me it was, uh, he had rescued it off the streets of Newark. And I After was like, you were already committed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was already petting this dog. And I was nervous. Of course. But then I also, there's a lot going on in my head. I was like, then dogs can, fear, can, they, they can. sense fear. So when I was present, I'm not nervous. Right. To well, throw off the... But you were... But, you know, it probably smelled a little fear, but it was... It's not... It wasn't aggressive. Not aggressive at all. And it, it was comfortable. It was in it, its environment. You came to its yard. Yeah. So all the elements were there for yes. a, a nice encounter. He probably smelled me and was like, this puss boy over exactly. here. Exactly. <laughs> well, I could really give him a oh, scare right oh, now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, and again, so it does prove that not all pitbulls yeah. are um, violent and terrifying and dangerous. So I had a very positive experience but, with a pitbull. And bull. that's good. You know, that behavior has to be taught. Either, you know, they, they train it to attack and protect because they're a drug dealer or they have some property they want defended. Or just because of mistreatment. They don't know what they're doing and how to raise a dog. So, you know, that behavior has to be taught. Mm-hmm. But I I understand the fear because at the end of the day, they are animals. And if they get spooked or they get afraid, you know, and if a, a golden retriever gets afraid it's and, and lashes out, it probably doesn't have the strength to snap your femur. Mm-hmm. Whereas perhaps a pit bull would, but that's just the breed. Would you say I grew as a person over this weekend? 
yeah, that's a big step for you. Big step, Knowing right? Knowing how you feel about that breed of dogs, um, that is a huge step. And, and people who uh, get on you all the time uh, for your stance, um, he's trying, everybody. I'm trying. He, he, uh, he made an attempt, um, and, and he's trying. And to that uh, family in Middletown, New Jersey, where I was, mm-hmm. I didn't get your names, but thank you. I had a positive pit bull experience. What was the dog's name? Raven, I think. Excellent. Raven. All right. I have to go to a very big meeting, Eddie, yeah, so I'm going to have to cut this off. Mm-hmm. Um, warm up with CeeLo is next. Okay. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. So, so. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Oh, hi there. I'm Al, but uh, Jerry's not here today. I believe this is a scheduled day off. He didn't just not show up. He's lazy. He is lazy. He's uh, lazy. CeeLo joins me today in the warm-up and in the uh what do we call that? The update slot? Yeah, the update chair. Sure. Update chair. This chair. is we've now uh Last Thursday was the first day of summer officially, I believe, mm. and I was off, and I was off Friday. This is now the area where people are off. A lot of guys in and out of the lineup. A lot of in, like I don't think uh, Eddie works another Friday until October. Wow, you know what I mean? He's doing Fridays off. There'll be days when Boomer's not here and Jerry's in his slot. Geo's not here and Jerry's. We're in his. We're starting relievers, basically. We are, like the Mets right. did. We are starting Openers. relievers. Bullpen game. Yeah, that did not go well for Jeremy no. Blevins yesterday. No, it did not. Uh, gave up a back-to-back home runs, right? Right off the uh, bat. I love uh, watching the highlights. Pitchers know immediately when a ball is gone. It's got that sound. <laughs> yeah, it does have that sound. That dejected look on their face. <laughs> Hang the head. Don't even watch it. Just yeah. know it's gone. Don't even watch it. I love when the outfielders don't watch <laughs> yeah. it. Right. Like it just, it, I know this is sailing over my head. <laughs> Guy never gets out of his, his little knee bend crouch right. there. Doesn't even turn to look. Doesn't turn to look. See you later. I do like also how batters know it's a home run, even sometimes when it's just, like it just makes the yeah, wall. There are times when they don't know, though. They think. Oh, and, and then, then it, all of a sudden, oh, it's a long single. Oh, and then very long. The very long single. Yeah. Clint Frazier for the Yankees had a ball, uh, he thinks a home run. Right. Hit off of the speakers at the Tropicana Field. That's right. Now, I was there. This is the 20th anniversary of the, uh, was then the Devil Rays. They were rocking the Devil Ray uniforms over the weekend. They were wearing the gear. I was, I covered them in their very first year. Is that I was, right? I was living in Florida. I was wow. the, I was the beat reporter for the, the Rays, Devil Rays beat reporter. Devil Rays, uh, where Dukes. Wade Boggs was on that yeah. team. Fred McGriff. Oh, they had some good players. Canseco at one point was on that team. For sure. Uh, yeah, so I had reminisced of that, and I see they're still having issues with the ceilings there. Yeah, the catwalks, the catwalks, roof, yeah. speakers, all a- of those things in play. Aaron Boone doesn't know why there's a speaker in the field of play. In fair territory, that's what he said. So it's yeah. on the roof, though, right? It's, like, attached to the roof? Yeah, no matter if it's, it's suspended by wires or just attached by some sort of iron rods, but, yeah, it hangs from the roof. And uh, at the Trop, it's almost like when you would play uh, touch football in your neighborhood. Like, we used to play on the street, and if a pass hit off a windshield of a car and you caught it, that was in play. Yeah. That's how it is. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> at Tropicana there are certain, Field. The, there are, the ground rules are a little more complicated than that. Certain sections of the catwalk or the speakers or whatnot, but yeah. 
That ball off of the speaker, and a good job by their shortstop, Danny Echevarria, to keep his eye on it and make the play. So just a long out. That's right. Just a long out for them. Them's the breaks. So the Yankees swept. Was this the first sweep? Yes, their first three-game losing streak of the season, the first time they've been swept this year. The Mets have put together a handful of Yes, they have. (laughs) They've bought things. You just heard Naris' update. 4-17 4-17 and 17 in the month of June. It's not what <laughs> not you good. Want. No. Uh, six straight losses for them. Yes. Gary Sanchez, uh, they say, is going to go to the DL with a groin injury. A groin hip abductor. I still legitimately don't know what the where the <laughs> groin injury is. Yes. Let me start with this question. Maybe Eddie knows he's a bit of a biology guy. He's a bit of an everything guy. Yeah. First off, first question. Do women have groins? Yes. <laughs> So a woman, a serious question? yes, serious question. Oh boy! So a woman can have a groin injury. Sure, yes. yeah. Because there are some people who think the groin is the actual male organs. No, it is not. Not many people think that, but some people. <laughs> I, yeah, this guy right over there. Me. Yeah. I'll use. <laughs> uh, so his injury, the, the it's a muscle though in like the thigh area. I think. I, yeah, I guess inner. so. Inner. Yeah, the little the crevice. Inner you know, thigh crevice? Where the thigh, I guess, meets the, the, the hip area? Probably terrible for a catcher. I would think so. Squatting. Probably terrible for any professional athlete, but per- particularly a catcher. Yes. Well, it's you, my taint. <laughs> okay. Well, you can't run right. with well, the groin injury. Well, he doesn't run well anyway. Right, so. but now he's squatting, he's up, yeah, he's down. no good. That's so he'll Pitchers be... Pitchers and catchers, it's a problem. So he'll be gone from um, the team for a little right. bit. And the all-star breaks in like three weeks, so wouldn't look for him before then. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, is this breaking news or did Sweeney Murdy say no, this? No, and this is just me, you know, oh, kind of you, reading the writing on the wall. You playing doctor? No, they yeah, Boo Noah. We'll see. Depends on you know how quickly he feels better. Then he'll probably have to play a couple of rehab games. You know? Right. It's not like once he's ready to go, they're just throwing him right back in there. I got you. Got to rehab the groin. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then the Padres yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Uh, they had a game in uh, San Francisco. Mm. They were at their hotel. To, to get bussed to the AT&T park there, and the bus didn't show up. So they had to take a uh, tourist bus. With the, the tourists? The double-decker. Uh-huh. You know, we have them in New York City. Sure. Sightseeing, Sightseeing tours. yes. They have them in San Francisco, evidently, as well. Uh, there were no tourists on there. They they commandeered. Well, they didn't, like, physically take one over. They, they said to the guy, can you take the Padres to uh, the stadium? Because our bus never showed up. They the did. guy came through for them. guy a came scenic, through. A little scenic ride to the ballpark. Yeah, they probably went up uh, the uh, Golden State, uh, Golden Gate Golden Bridge. Golden Gate Bridge, yes. Uh, what's Those that? hilly roads in San Francisco. What's that right. prison out there everyone loves to go to? Uh, Alcatraz. Yeah. Yes. Alca- oh, there's Alcatraz yeah. to the Padres. <laughs> and then my favorite uh, story for today, I did send you the audio. Uh, not for here, because we don't have time to play right. audio here. It's a very quick show. But uh, TMZ caught up with Lawrence Taylor. Oh, boy. Regarding the Jameis Winston situation oh in Tampa. That's not what you want. So Jameis Winston, uh, they, they think a three-game suspension is is a coming uh, for his uh, groping of an Uber driver. His Uber exploits. Yeah. Now, me, personally, I think people are guilty until proven innocent. <laughs> okay. I go the opposite of America. Yeah. Uh, but in particular, if you have a history of being a bad person, as he does. No benefit of the doubt. No benefit of the doubt. But I loved they They legitimately, they sat down with Lawrence Taylor. And this was a quote from Lawrence Taylor on Jameis Winston. Especially with the problems he's had, you'd think he'd make better judgments oh than that. Oh, my God. 
Just the guy you want to hear from. That is rich. With his sparkling resume and reputation. Then he really had, in fairness to him, he had no idea what's going on with James yeah. Winston. So the reporter goes, uh, he goes, well, what'd he do? And he said, well, uh, evidently he uh, groped an Uber driver. And then uh, LT goes, really, I find that hard to believe because I've never known an Uber driver to get out of the car. <laughs> well, he did it in the car, yeah, stupid. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me he said, what's Uber? That would have no, been better. No, he is aware of Uber. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, he thinks Jameis Winston should know better. But, I love that. But also, it sounds like he's calling BS on the Uber driver as well. He is. He said, I hope this, in, this isn't part of the Me Too genre. Uh, so he's confu- a little confused, yes. LT. <laughs> a little confused, but it's great audio. I sent your way. We'll look forward to that. So look for that. And then uh, the NFL is not going to allow uh, this do- this uh, fellow who's a player and a medical doctor. For the Chiefs, right? Yes. Yeah. His name is, uh, there's no, way, no chance I'm getting this right. <laughs> I set you up for that one. Laurent Duvernay Tardif. That's good. Nailed pretty it. good. Close I enough. nailed it. Uh, he wanted MD on the back of his. First of all, he's already got. Multi, the la- the last name is lengthy as it is. Yeah, you're gonna have to. They will not allow the MD. Ass man, proctologist. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you suppose they wouldn't allow the MD? I don't know, man. They said, "What does NFL stand for?" No fun league. Right? I guess they should have said this. Listen, if you shorten your last MD. name, we'll let you have yeah, right. the MD. It's like, dude, you've already got enough characters on there. Right, it's already. You've already got MD. the hyphen. No. I can't MD you. You got the publicity. We've heard the story. Everyone's proud of you. It's impressive. But you're on the football field. You play football. Now, if someone has a PhD, do you call them doctor? Personally? Yeah. I mean, if I was aware of it, yeah. I suppose. I really? Guess. I don't know. I don't know any PhDs, so like I've if, never had to worry about that. Like if Eddie had a PhD. Uh, absolutely for Eddie. And you had, you had a question. respect for Eddie Scazzeri. And you had a question about work. You'd say, Dr. Scazzeri. Dr. Scazzeri, The yes. schedule I'm Doctor? looking at. <laughs> Is this correct? Yeah, for sure. All right. Absolutely. It would be fun that way. If it was someone that, you know, seemed like they were just a little over the top of it, just looking for a little little pat on the back, then right. I don't think I could handle that. Like, well, calling the guy the maestro on Seinfeld, yes. that sort of Precisely. thing. Precisely, yes. Like, he's he begging. He to be called. The, he really likes to be called the maestro. He was begging for it. Yeah. Uh, when we return, I have two stories. Uh, one involves Mello. One involves Michael Rappaport. I will choose at least one of those. That's a good combo. All right. Uh, how do we throw this to break, Eddie? We go right after these words. Do women have groins? It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, we're back. Boomer and Geo coming up at the top. This portion sponsored by Indeed. Rough Sunday for the baseball locals. Yankees swept by the Rays down in St. Pete. They dropped the finale 7-6 in 12 innings. Plus, Gary Sanchez likely headed to the DL. The Mets give up seven solo homers, fall to the Dodgers in 11-8-7. They have now lost six straight. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. Al. Actor uh, Michael Rappaport, who uh, he did the 30 for 30 also on the Knicks, Mm -hmm. right? He's a bit of a sports commentator. He yells a lot on social media. He worked with Barstool for a little bit, and then that did not end well. (laughs) To Uh, say the least. To say the least. I think he's doing stuff with Big Three, that uh, basketball thing. Yeah, Yeah, so he was on a flight uh, with the Big Three people, and a gentleman on the flight went for the emergency exit. 
while they were in flight, the oh. flight was in the air. Yeah. And Michael Rappaport jumped into action and uh, saved the flight. How about that? A heroic moment. They let the guy, when the plane landed, continue on. They said he was confused. It's a Jersey Mike's Yankees box office blitz Monday.